Welcome to a healthy bite. You're one nibble closer to a more satisfying way of life, a healthier you, and bite-sized bits of healthy motivation. Now let's dig in on the dish with Rebecca Huff. Hey friends, welcome back to A Healthy Bite. Today I want to talk to you all about happiness and what it takes to be a happy person. I'm not talking about fake it till you make it happiness. I'm talking about how to be a truly happy person. And I want you to make sure that you stick around to the end of this podcast because I'm going to tell you where to get a cheat sheet with some notes about some things that you can incorporate into your life. Uh, These are going to be tips from experts on happiness. And this is something that you can print out and keep in front of you, either at your desk or maybe on your refrigerator or somewhere in your home or at work so that you can practice these habits that will help you to become a happier person. I want to start out with some words of advice from someone that I really look up to and respect, and that is David Essel. David is a best-selling author and life coach, and he is here to inspire and change the world and to motivate us all to be everything that we were meant to be. So I reached out and I asked David, what would be his number one happiness hack? And here's what he had to say stop complaining. Seriously, that's it. Unless you are complaining to a professional or one very close friend, check out how many times that you complain, gossip, or bitch about the pandemic, the administration, the scientists, or whatever. Do you see one of the greatest ways to become happy is to do what's called emotional regulation, a fancy term for you have control over what you say, what you think, and what you do. Emotional regulations says that we acknowledge a block to our happiness is our engagement with people who are conspiracy theorists, gossipers, negative in nature. And if we want to be happy, there's two steps to follow. So David's two steps are number one, stop complaining entirely. And now that might mean that you have to cut out social media, the media, news, etc. Just do whatever you have to do to quit complaining. And number two, surround yourself with people that are better than you. This is a stretch for many of us, but make sure in your circle you have someone that is more successful financially, has a better body, a better relationship, a deeper connection to God. And by involving yourself with these types of people, you will find happiness. So you can find more information on everything that David does. He's a, like I said, a best-selling author and counselor. I'll have his website in the show notes. So make sure you go check that out. David actually has something that I listen to every single morning. My daughter also listens. That is David Essel's Motivational Minute. And you can program your Alexa to read this as part of your news every day. And so instead of listening to bad news, I listen to David Essel's Motivational Minute every single morning when I tell Alexa to start my day. That's the first thing that she does is that she reads me. Well, she plays a recording of David Essel's Motivational Minute and that gets my day started off on a really good note. 
And every Tuesday and Thursday, you'll get an inspirational video that can bring your life to the next level. And you can find that at talkdavid.com. Another guest I had here on A Healthy Bite in the past who had some really great advice is Jill Sylvester. Now, you might remember Jill from 100 Ways for Parents and Children to Transform Anxiety and Depression for Stronger Mental Health. And she also wrote a guest post on my website. You can find those links in the show notes. But Jill Sylvester gave me this happiness hack. As soon as the wave hits, the one that threatens to consume with all of negativity and uncertainty, I sit in it for a second in order to feel it and not deny it. And then I take a big, deep breath and release the lower vibration feelings. Then immediately I turn and view something good. Birds at my window while I'm riding, my kids thriving in their schedules, my bulldog at my feet. I focus on what I want versus what I don't want. And I move forward. And I thought this was a wonderful piece of advice from Jill. She has a great book, which is all about trusting your intuition and transforming your um, anxiety and depression so that you can have stronger mental health. And it actually just won a Nautilus Book Award recently. And I think it really, the book just makes sense. So readers can find more tips to thrive. And I will have the link to Jill's book and her website in the show notes and also in this cheat sheet that I am going to be providing. So make sure you check that out. Now, one thing that I want to mention is I think a lot of times happiness, it can sometimes be a choice. Now, the people who study these things, about 50%, they say, is genetically determined. So you're basically hardwired to your level of happiness. And then about, I don't know, 10 to 20%, they say, is you know, your life's circumstances. So things like, you know, what you're doing for work and the um, level of health that you have and your age and other factors. So that's about 10 to 20%, which leaves us with about 30% of our own happiness within our control. So what I recommend is let's take that 30% of our basically our baseline happiness that we do have control over. And this is where we really want to push ourselves to do the things that can create a happiness within us. Another one of my favorite guests from a healthy bite podcast who gave a lot of really important information about uh, emotional work for health and healing was Dr. Susanna Stoica. Now, Dr. Stoica says that emotional work can have a huge impact on our physical health. And the idea is that nurturing is more important than nature with which we were born. And while we can have those genes of an illness, we can avoid triggering the genes by the way we live our lives. And a lot of times when we are faced with trauma, a lot of the damage is basically from our perception of the trauma that we have been through. Dr. Stoica wrote a series of cookbooks for people who have had brain injuries. And she did this after she herself had a couple of traumatic brain injuries. So she was able to reteach herself how to 
cook from the basics. And because of her experience in that, she decided to write a series of cookbooks that other people with TBI could use to get back in the kitchen and take back control over their, at least over their food and their health. Dr. Stoica also wrote a book called Five Mirrors, Five Blessings, among other books. But this book is a really good book uh, for those who feel overwhelmed by life's events and are feeling like they might be struggling to just reach their full potential. And I asked Dr. Stoica for a little advice. I I asked her what would be her top happiness hacks. And what she told me was, forgive yourself and others. It does not mean that you accept the abuse or what was done to you. It only means you understand that the person acted the way he or she did because of their own history, illness, heritage, or whatever. And that does not have to drag you down. Forgiving also does not mean staying in an abusive relationship. In fact, you need to distance yourself from that. Move out, stop talking with the abuser, etc. So you can feel safe and be able to fully forgive. And Dr. Stoica says to just keep in mind that the abused is happily going on with his or her life while Dr. Stoica also says to keep in mind that the abuser is happily going on with his or her life while you are miserable. As far as forgiving yourself, keep in mind that you are human. You can also ask for forgiveness from people you think that you may have hurt. In my experience, Dr. Stoica says, every time I ask for forgiveness, people did not even know what I was talking about. Her next piece of advice is do something that makes your heart sing. For example, while being an engineer working in high tech definition, I was also working in a medical practice. This was after long hours of engineering work, helping doctors to diagnose complicated illnesses and doing healing. So do something that makes your heart sing. I love that piece of advice from Dr. Stoica. She goes on to say, have a balanced home life. Without it, you will always be miserable. And I completely agree with this. We have to find balance at home. And then her last piece of advice is to do conscious walking in fresh air. This helps to oxygenate your body, hence making you feel better. Also, by looking at nature, flowers, trees, and animals, you make it a walking meditation, and thus you become more relaxed and can see things in a more balanced way. I appreciate this word of advice from Dr. Stoica. She is an engineer who's worked in advanced technology development, as well as a distance energy healer. Uh, She's a certified hypnotherapist who worked in a medical practice and was invited to present her work on brain injury recovery at a Harvard Medical School conference and was published in a peer-reviewed medical journal. And she's currently working on her ninth book. So you can check that out at healingbraininjury.com. And you can also find the information about her work uh, as far as the cookbooks go there. So those are great for anyone you know who may have had a traumatic brain injury. 
I like that Dr. Stoica included enjoying nature as one of her happiness hacks because that is also one of my favorite happiness hacks. I love to sit in the sunlight and I spend time in nature. I love to go forest bathing. I like to hike in nature and I enjoy listening to the birds, flowers, being in the garden. And so the outdoors has a very healing effect on me personally, especially when I have a seasonal depression or any kind of bluesy feeling from being indoors too much. And that can happen to those of us who work in an office or who work inside a lot. So this is just a simple thing that you can do every day. If the weather isn't great for being outside, you can always use a special therapy light. Therapy light is really useful for those of us who live in a rainier climate or a place where we don't get quite as much sunshine. And so look into getting light through therapy light sources. Another one of my favorite um, happiness hacks of my own is to review a list of things that happy people do differently. And you can Google this and find a lot of information out there about the things that happy people do differently and start making a list of those things that resonate with you. For me, it's, you know, moving and exercising and getting the sun and spending less time in front of screens and more time in nature and also expressing gratitude. Which brings me to the advice of my next expert, Keisha Blair. Now you may remember Keisha from my podcast about turning ashes to beauty. She wrote a viral post about life lessons to help you find purpose, prosperity, and happiness. This post that she wrote after her husband passed away at a very young age, leaving her a single mom with two very young children. Uh, She wrote this post that went viral and later she turned this post into a book, a book that I really highly recommend. And you can read more about that on her website, which is linked in the show notes. But Keisha says, I thought about embracing your life purpose as the ultimate happiness hack. So many of us get bogged down with the day-to-day and never get to fully embrace our purpose in life through exploring our passions and embracing a personal mission. That's the ultimate happiness hack because when we walk in our purpose, we have this kind of permanent happiness, not the short-lived temporary happiness that comes with things that are controlled by someone else and then when it gets taken away, our happiness and our self-worth is affected. This true permanent happiness can only result when we walk in our purpose. And this is why I had a whole section of the book. This is uh, Keisha's book, Holistic Wealth, 32 Life Lessons to Help You Find Purpose, Prosperity, and Happiness, which also, by the way, has a really awesome workbook that goes with it. And you can find that the link in the show notes. But she says this is why she had an entire section of the book that she wrote on designing intentional life purpose, because when she embraced her, she truly felt this happiness and that she had found her calling and that all of her life's experiences had been preparing her for this moment. And uh, Keisha actually has a YouTube channel that she's just really getting started on. And she has a lot of really inspiring 
videos there. So I will leave the link to her YouTube channel as well in the show notes. So make sure you go and check that out. I really enjoyed having Keisha on my podcast back in January of this year. So I hope you'll take time to go back and listen to that podcast because there was a lot of really helpful, inspirational, motivational messages that Keisha shared with us in that podcast. And it is actually, that one is called Turning Ashes to Beauty, Life Lessons to Help Find Purpose, Prosperity, and Happiness. Now, I wanted to mention one thing that I think can really make you feel unhappy, and that is trying to be someone you're not. Being your authentic self is one of the top happiness hacks, in my opinion. And I think my friend Robin Moriarty would agree with me. Robin was on my podcast back in September of 2019 with her fabulous book, and she's asking, are you gutsy? Robin wrote a book, What Game Are You Playing? And she basically shares her story about how a co-worker came in and, and he pointed out that, you know, they weren't winning the game, that their boss was winning the game. And Robin basically corrected him and said, I don't know what you're, what game you are playing, but I'm winning the game I'm playing. And uh, come to find out that the game Robin was playing wasn't about who can make the most money. Robin's game was... Uh, who can spend the most amount of time in the coolest places. And I loved that about Robin because she knew what made her happy. She knew what game she was playing. And then she went on to share uh, more of her techniques for making sure you're living your life's purpose in her book. But I reached out to Robin and asked her, what is a specific happiness hack that you would want to share with my community? So Robin says, okay, so first for me, it definitely has to do with being outdoors, going for a walk, seeing trees and gardens, especially in the springtime, and just breathing in fresh air. Are you guys starting to sense a theme here with all of these experts recommending time outside? So those are the things that change my mood immediately. So I find time for that almost every day. And I agree with Robin, getting outdoors every day is very important happiness hack. So make sure you add that to your arsenal. But uh, the happiness hack that Robin wanted to remind herself and all of us is that playing my own game not anyone else's, which means I stop comparing myself to other people. And like I said, this is being your authentic self. So Robin goes on to say, sometimes my competitive side takes over and I want to be better than someone else at something. I want to beat someone out for a promotion or have someone say my home is prettier than someone else's or run a mile faster than someone much younger than me. And at some point I realize that my competitive side is actually my insecure side and that I do those things to try to feel better about myself by being better than someone else. And I end up feeling horrible about myself if I don't win. So my happiness hack is reminding myself what I want for my life, which has nothing to do with running a fast mile or getting a promotion or having a home that others think is beautiful. And whenever I feel that competitive side popping up, remind myself to let go of that need to be better than someone else because they're apples and I'm oranges and we 
can't be compared. I love how Robin put that. She goes on to say that whenever I can let go of that need to compare myself to determine whether or not I'm good enough, I can literally feel the weight of the world fall off my shoulders and find my happy place again. And then she also included some links that she felt would be helpful for you if you are striving to be a happier person. She has included links to some books and a video, so make sure you check out those resources. I will have them all listed in the cheat sheet printable that I'm going to tell you about at the end of the podcast. I truly do believe that one of the best happiness hacks is perspective. It's how you see things. So one of the things that Dr. J has taught me on numerous occasions is that um, your perception of choice can change the way you feel about things. So when you see that you have choices, you can be happier in a particular situation. So always look for your choices anytime you're in a situation that makes you feel unhappy. And uh, one of my podcast guests from the past, uh, Heather Hansen, she actually wrote the book, The Elegant Warrior, How to Win Life's Trials Without Losing Yourself. Um, Heather's actually spent many, many years advocating for clients in the courtroom. She's appeared on a lot of different news channels and her psychology degree and her mediation training, as well as her experience in the courtroom, Uh, contributed to her five C's of advocacy, which she shared now with thousands of audience members. And I reached out to Heather Hansen and asked her what would be her top happiness hack that she would want to share with us. And so Heather says, I think my best tip at this time has to do with perspective. What you see truly is what you get. If you see the world as a scary place, it's scary. If you see lack, you get lack. But there's always another way to see. Ultimately, it's your choice. Choose to see the good in someone, you get more good. Choose to see the good in life. Same thing. You always have the power. Change what you see, change what you get. Of course, you can get more really great uh, tips and strategies on life in Heather's book, The Elegant Warrior. If you've ever needed to stand up for yourself, I can highly recommend Heather's book as the motivation you need to advocate for yourself. Again, that book is The Elegant Warrior. Don't worry, I will have all of the information about Heather and her book also listed in the show notes. So I hope this gets you started thinking about some of the things that you can do to be a happier person. And like I said, they say about 30% of our happiness is in our control um, outside of genes and circumstances. If you are a person who does not tend to be happy, or if you are struggling to be happy during this season of life, it is okay. Do not be hard on yourself. And that is something that I really have experienced myself and which is why I wanted to share these uh, tips from experts, these happiness hacks from people that I look up to and respect because being happy can sometimes be easier said than done, especially when we are experiencing this uh, type of lifestyle right now during this pandemic 
And I know that a lot of us are forced to spend time indoors or we're not able to spend time with friends and family the way that we are accustomed to. And it can be very hard not to let anxiety take over or let stress start to get to us and the change in our routine, lack of sleep, bizarre dreams. I wrote about this. So uh, I know that these things can start to weigh on you. And that is why I wanted to remind you that a certain percentage of happiness is definitely within our control. And it is about how we choose to perceive things. And it's about what we put into our mind and what we focus on. And so I want to encourage you with all of these tips and strategies and hacks from uh, the experts that have been part of shaping my mind and how I perceive things. I wanted to share this with you so that you could try to get in your happy place and remember that there is good news. The good news is that you have a lot of different ways that you can go about um, improving the level of your happiness during this time. And, and some of these are even backed by science. Uh, some of them are things that people have been doing for years and years, um, implementing these happiness hacks to, um, stay on the happier end of the spectrum. So I told you that I would be sharing a cheat sheet with you. And I want to let you know that you can find that at thatorganicmom.com forward slash be dash happy. You can download that. Um, so make sure that you go over to my website and check that out. It will be a great resource for you. And if you have enjoyed this podcast and some of these happiness hacks have resonated with you, or you know, someone who's struggling to find their happy place during this, I would encourage you to share this podcast episode with them. You can either share the link or you can go to my website. Uh, you can click on podcast and you will find this uh, podcast there. You can listen to it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and any other place where podcasts are played. And also, before you go, if one particular happiness hack really stood out for you, I would love it if you would share that either in the comments or on social media, or just drop me a line at Rebecca at thatorganicmom.com. Just remember, happiness is not something ready-made. It's something that comes from your own actions. That is a quote from Dalai Lama. And you can remember that happy people are happy because they make themselves happy. And you can be a happy person too. So focus on maintaining a positive outlook on life and just stay at peace with yourself and embrace and enhance your life with these happiness hacks. So until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review so other people can learn about this podcast. Find out more about sleep, hygiene, eating healthy, tasty recipes, zero waste lifestyle, and lots more on thatorganicmom.com. Help us spread the word. Be blessed and stay healthy.